You're listening to Halloween, the definitive companion with your host, my good friend Daniel Krupper and me, Gav Murphy. Today, we're catching up with Laurie four years after the bloody events of Halloween Kills and finding out how this all bloody ends. Okay, Daniel, what is the premise of Halloween Ends? Four years after the events of Halloween Kills, Haddonfield is still gripped with fear seeing boogeymen in their next-door neighbours. Meanwhile, Laurie is wearing her outfit from 1978 and Michael is living in a pipe. I'm excited to record this. I mean, a year later. I think it's very nice of them to make a film where there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> it's very helpful when you've not, you've not done a podcast for a year. Yeah. For a film to come along that actually has more to talk about than maybe a lot of these other films combined. I mean, it's an interesting one. I think when we were watching it, we were just looking at each other going like, what's... What's happening? Right, I think there's like, there's no pussyfooting about this. Mm. It's called Halloween Ends. And it's more about new beginnings. Yeah. It's a very strange film. So if you go back and rewatch a lot of the marketing materials for this movie, right, a lot yeah. of it is pinned on this climactic confrontation between Laurie and Michael Myers. It's resolving itself after like nearly 45 years of... That's what, so that's what I was wondering, because I don't watch trailers anymore. Like how much Corey's of the Corey can... in it? Wow, he's barely. I don't even remember him from the first one. That's wild. And pretty much most of this film is Corey going yeah. on this journey of becoming maybe a new Michael Myers in a weird way. Yeah, I think we talked about this when we came out of initially seeing the film. We had a brief conversation. Yeah, when we saw it last week. I'm not entirely against what this film is. Yeah. And if there'd not been a Halloween film for like say 10, 15 years, and yeah. they came back with this as a take. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. But for a film that is Halloween Ends, that is the conclusion of a modern trilogy, and to the original film, bizarre. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like, in the Halloween Kills podcast, like you actually say, like, the film they should make is 10 years later, and them dealing with the aftermath of Michael Myers. But they will make that. Unfortunately, they did make that, but it's not the aftermath of Michael Myers, because Michael Myers is still there, on the loose. But hiding? I find it very unclear what Michael's doing. It's, it's so odd, because if you think... The only thing that I can think is how much better that this film would be if Michael Myers died at the end of number two. If he died in Kills, if the whole town murdered him, but then by murdering him, they are all collectively dealing with his trauma in ends. That would make sense. But they don't murder him. He murders Karen and then goes into hiding and they're all absolutely fine with it. Because even at the beginning of it, none of them are like afraid that he'll come back. Which is, is really odd to me. Like, none of them are like, oh, he's going to come back and get you or anything like that. But that's like the whole thing. When is he going to come back? Mm. Well, you know he's actually out there. Yeah. It felt You've like- known where he's been for the last 40 years. You've known he's been in that insane asylum. Yeah. It felt like they were more afraid of him then, even though <laughs> he was locked up. Whereas now, where they literally have no idea where he is, other than the fact that what he did, they know he killed Karen on his way out of town. Yeah. That's the only thing they know. And they all seem to be, yeah, it's fine. He hasn't well, come It's back. almost like four years they've gone to having a normal life. Yeah. Bizarre. It doesn't make any sense. And I just think, again, I don't, I'm not necessarily against the concept of it, but I find it strange that this is following on from those previous ones. Yeah. With what you've done with Laurie. Like, in 2018, you tried to give her some kind of psychological depth. So yeah. if she was a real three-dimensional, non-horror character, yeah. and she went through this, where would she be 40 years later? Perfect. Within the space of four years, she's making jokes about having pumpkin juice on her tits. Mm, I hate that bit so much. And at that point, she's essentially just Jamie Lee Curtis. 
that, I think that is like we'll get onto it a little bit later, but like it's really odd because I've we've talked about it loads. We talked about it in terms of like Star Wars. We've talked about it in terms of other franchises like fame, you know. And you always think, did they have a plan? And with this, it, there's a plan there, but I just think. By having Michael Myers out and about, you can't deal with the trauma of, oh, the trauma of this evil, when the evil is still out there. This is the harder film to make. Yeah. This this pitch is a harder pitch to get greenlit and through and made. And this is why it's created such a headache for people marketing it. Yeah. Because this whole modern trilogy is about the natural conclusion is Laurie and Michael's story. But actually, what a lot of this film does is it kind of sidelines that until it knows it needs to resolve the film using that. Yeah. So it gets quite muddled late on. It spends all this time developing Corey and then gets rid of him. And I'm trying to like unpack what I think Corey signifies. Mm. And when later on, we'll get into the actual mechanics and metaphysics of what is going on when he looks into his beautiful 21-year-old eyes. Yeah. I don't know what that's meant to really suggest or imply yeah. about Michael Myers when so much of these previous films have spent trying to understand Michael Myers yeah. and what he is. I actually have less of a clue now. You know what you say, though? Because like, I think this film is obviously quite hard to make, but I almost think it's easier to make if they did kill him in number two. Like, if they killed him in Halloween Kills, I feel like as an audience, we're coming back going... Well, what's happening I in number three? Most people, this is why the negative, most people are not going to go buy that ticket if Michael Myers <laughs> yeah, is not in the film. Point, yeah. And then they've come out of this film going, oh, he's actually barely in this film. Yeah. Yeah. What's better to feel let down by something or, or yeah. lie to? Because that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a. Because I would, because I would definitely, I would be, oh, like, obviously we're Halloween fans. We're fucking podcasts about it. But like, I would be intrigued to, as a, an audience member to be like, What's that third film if Michael is dead? Mm. And that is a really interesting way of doing it. You know, like you said in the podcast before, like if they make this film 10 years in the future, then you can deal with that trauma. Should That should be like a one hour, one act play. Yeah. Waiting for Michael. Perfect. It's, an, it's very odd because I just think in, like in terms of influences and what its kind of points of influence are for this, I find mm. it kind of all over the place because the opening credits, it yeah. has... The Halloween 3 font. Yes. And the whole thrust of these new modern trilogy has been to disregard everything after Halloween 1978. Yeah. So then to reference that film, when you choose not to refer to it in your chronology, is yeah. weird. It's just like, are you just having your cake and eat it at that point? Do you just think it looks cool? But then when you watch the film, you're like, actually, there's a deeper connection here. Yeah. Because three flouted expectations. Yeah. And this film definitely does that. Yeah. But then what are you tapping into? Because the whole thing yeah. that they've said a lot in press is like, we wanted to like be reverent to the original. But actually, as these new films have gone on, yeah. they've gone further away from that through more gore, more humor. Mm. There's a lot in the DNA of these films that isn't actually that connected to the Carpenter original. Yeah. So they're actually quite fascinating. <clears throat> thing is... Uh, I've seen people on Twitter like reacting to him being like, oh, the fact that he's not in it is a purposely done thing because they're referencing number three. But you'll be like, yeah, but that was like famously disliked by a lot of people. And it's not Halloween. Yeah. But but famous, that film isn't about Michael Myers. Yeah. This film was always being hyped up and built to over years as Jimmy Lee Coe is like, this is the end of Laurie Strode's story. Yeah. I mean, she's a side note in her own story then. Well, bizarre this is, this is the, the how we sort of made excuses for the fact that laurie is barely in number two by going oh well the third film will be all about laurie's story then so that's been mm. set up 
That has not happened. Because we were like, is this a reference to Halloween 2 where she's largely absent yeah. from the story? I think the fundamental problem here it goes back to like you're saying about Star Wars and the need to make more movies within famous things that people like. Yeah. The original 1978 film is very streamlined, very simple. They're yeah. very flat characters. Mm. There's not much to Laurie Strode or Michael Myers. And the lack of explanation for Michael Myers is why it's so scary. Yeah. You need to make three more films where you delve into that. So there's that tension of like, how much do you create for that? How much are you explaining stuff away? How yeah. much are you defining? How much are you grafting psychology, <clears throat> psychology onto a character that never really had it? No. And that's why they were scary. But then to not like have a payoff for it yeah. is weird because I feel like the whole point of these new films was we're going to actually explore it. And then when it comes to that moment, they kind of just dodge it and add something new and weird into it. Yeah. And like, ultimately, I think you end up feeling a bit unfulfilled because what you're getting is something completely different. Don't get me wrong. And it's, and it's interesting, but it's not the thing that I kind of wanted or was set up by the other two. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it is different and is an interesting thing to do with it. And, you know, we'll get onto it in a bit, but it's like some of it is really interesting, but... It's not as interesting as seeing the end of Laurie's story. No. At the end of the last film, we had it confirmed that he cannot be killed. Yeah. No one is talking about that. Mm. These people have witnessed a genuinely supernatural event mm. and no one acknowledges it. Isn't that odd? It's quite odd. But it also feels and like... It almost makes them less scared of him. Well, I know they say like in the years going after it, it was mm. like... They were scared about him coming back. And, you know, you see that intro where people are like shooting themselves, presumably, or shooting yeah. each other accidentally. Or ha And there's a woman who's hung herself yeah. because of the, the fear of Michael Myers coming back on Halloween. Yeah. And they, but they also sort of go, they also then, there's that storyline where the woman who lived next door to Laurie, her, her daughter confronts her outside the shop. And she's like, you tempted and you provoked that man. When you should have left him alone. So there's that storyline that's running as well. And you're like, well, hang on, what about the rest of the, the rest of this village then? Like who but beat also, him up for but, ages? But yeah, and also like you're blaming her, but on she doesn't come back going, yeah, do you know what happened four years ago yeah. when we literally couldn't kill him? Yeah. Everyone's, for years she went around going, he's the boogeyman, he's the boogeyman. Yeah. Everyone thought she was like a kook who lived in her fortified home. Yeah. Four years ago, people saw him get back to life. Yeah. I feel like if I was her, I'd be like, why is everyone making me feel like I'm still the crazy one? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Yeah, so how it connects then. So it's not, a t it's not you know, the same night or anything like that. It is how many years later? Four. Four so years real later. Real time. Because I, I kind of forgot that Kills is immediately afterwards a la Halloween 2. Yes. So we're four years later. We're four years later. And the way that, you know, we've sort of covered it a little bit, but the way is we're living in the aftermath of this, but in a really odd way, as you say, where there seems to be some information that people are not talking about. Uh, and there's some yeah, information like, did that, that people not, are. I guess if people told that again, they wouldn't believe them. Mm. Or maybe people didn't want to say what they saw because they don't want to be labeled crazy. Yeah. Like Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I guess like, I mean, the way that we're connecting to it is Laurie is writing a book about it. About survivors. It has been four years since I last saw my monster. So here I am, a survivor attempting to share my story and find healing. Do you think she has got a book deal or do you think she's writing it 
perspective. He's writing it perspectively. She definitely could get a book deal. No problem. But I found that whole convention of her book thing quite painful. I I, I just thought it was, I don't want to say beneath them, that's bad. But like, I just thought something like that would be like, isn't that almost almost like universally recognized as being incredibly lazy? A bad device. (sighs) Also, is she equipped to be telling people how to deal with their traumas and things like that? I don't think so. I know you say you've gotten over all this Michael Myers thing, but you are wearing the exact same outfit you did in 1978. And I'm not a psychologist, <laughs> but that's fucked up, Grandma. <laughs> oh, but that's a weird thing. It's like, yeah. there's something a bit, again, cake and eat it with that. It's like, oh, yeah. she's wearing the outfit from 1978. It's like, why? Yeah. That doesn't make any w- sense. And also, do you not know the lorry you wrote four years ago? Yeah. I just think it's a bit, doesn't quite match up. I don't... Quite a while films looking back at these now. Yeah, because but I've got them all. I, I've got, I've definitely got kills pretty, like, well front and center in my mind. I've definitely got 2018 and I've definitely got the original. I feel like... I've got a grip on this. Yeah, I feel like 2018 is such, it's such a different film from Kills, but a completely different film from the last one as well. And I just think... How is twenty? Is twenty eighteen good? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. What were they? What? what how were these two being Honestly, made after that? Could it be another thing where we just go, let's ignore kills and ends, <laughs> and then if we make a sequel to twenty eighteen, I just, I just don't know. Well, this so this film opens with a prologue. Yes, like twenty nineteen. Which is the one year after the events of Halloween and Halloween Kills. Yes. It's confusing to do this, isn't it? Like it is, the, yeah. The names. Yeah. So this prologue is Corey is a babysitter. So this is like our connection. So you, he accidentally kills this kid. Yeah. And he's like found holding the knife after he's knocked him over this balcony. Yes. Like he hasn't murdered him. No. It's just quite a weird thing. Accident, and when yeah. we were watching the film, I was like, oh, is this just going to be a weird self-contained little snapshot of showing you the type of thing, thing that, that's yeah. been happening because then it goes into that montage of like people who've committed suicide or accidentally killed intruders on halloween night yeah and you go oh my god things are really bad in Hanfield now yeah 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 but no suddenly Corey becomes this film yeah which is wild isn't it yeah it is wild because all the posters and everything is hinges on michael and laurie yeah and you've actually introduced a third person who becomes the main character yeah with allison like it's about his relationship with allison thing is genuinely i don't mind it again the idea if this if not the last two films hadn't existed yeah and then just this it was about the granddaughter of laurie strode you, There's something there that's quite interesting. Even further Don't than that, Halloween ends. If Michael Myers was killed in a bonkers rage by the entire town of Haddonfield in Halloween Kills, and then his evil from him dying seeps into like the very foundations of that town, and it means that awful stuff is happening all the time. Yes, at some point, I do think another Michael Myers is gonna is gonna rise from the thing, and I don't think that is a bonkers thing to set up. I think that is a good film, but when Michael Myers is still alive, it shit. It doesn't seem as good because you you are generally waiting around, going, "When's Michael coming?" Because I know he's alive and I know he's coming. But I think it's also because it's meant to be the end of his story. Yeah, and most of this is about going. Oh, actually, is there someone new? Mm. And it actually just raises more loads, more questions about what Michael Myers is that we'll get onto later. Yeah. That I actually find just way more confusing than it's ever been. Yeah. It really is. And I just think... Well, it's like a superhero origin story. Yeah. 
But the, the, that's the thing, though, is, like, I think the idea that they're trying to set up, and I think they've been trying to set up, is that evil, like, Michael's evil is in the very foundations but, of Haddonfield. But what more of it is, it's not even evil. It's paranoia. Because yeah. he doesn't kill the kid at the beginning. Yeah. Like, I thought there was going to be a thing where it, or he actually killed him. Yeah. Corey's actually a really sweet kid. Like, the dad says when he's bit, playing yeah. pool, he's like, he's the nicest kid. Yeah. And he's really sad and he feels really awful about what he's doing. He's really cut up. So yeah. when Michael looks into his eyes, he doesn't actually see evil. No. Whereas Michael in the prologue to 1978. Yeah, he actually, yeah. There's nothing behind his eyes. That doesn't make any sense, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I get the paranoia, but like, no one's doing evil stuff. He didn't do anything It's evil. not like they're all, I don't know, Satanists or like, it's not a ritual of Thor and where they're summoning him. Yeah, there's no... I don't get that connection with Corey, like... Because there's no ambiguity about the fact that there is an accident at the beginning. Yeah. Like, there's no... I no, feel no, like... No. Yeah. He's seen holding the knife, but... Because I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, they're going to think he stabbed him. Yes. But it's never anything like that. No. And he's not in prison, which... Yeah implies that when they went through it he was let out early or yeah 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 it wasn't a long sentence yeah so that is interesting isn't it like, yeah i've been wrecking my brains we'll talk more about the eye thing later on but i don't know what he, why that even happens no because Corey's a sweet sweet kid and we have a few people saying that and he helps out laurie fix her car no he helps her fix her car he's a nice guy yeah lovely lips great lips maybe that's why he saw him well this is the thing as well that i i keep reading and people it is interesting. People go in. This is br- this is a brilliant nod uh, to John Carpenter's Christine, um, because oh, Richie Cunningham. I think his name's Richie Cunningham. I think, and he is he works in a, a body shop repair thing, just like Corey does. Right, okay. He's called Cunningham. So lots of people are like, oh, it's a really cool nod uh, to Christine. I'm not fucking watching Christine Kills or Christine yeah. Ends, am I? I'm watching Halloween Ends. So why is that good? That is someone going, I've seen Christine. Have you yeah. seen Christine? Because it doesn't make, and like, there are some bits in it where, you know, like when he's driving the truck and stuff like that, you're like, oh, I guess so, yeah. This is, this is really Christine-y, no, like, yeah. They probably have, but why? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, Save that for your Christine film, your bricks. It's like, David, David, have you lost interest? <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you find out Brian Fuller's making Christine and got jealous? So you can you can do Exorcist in a in a year, okay, David? You said you said you wanted to do three of them. Yeah, well, I forgot, didn't I? I didn't, didn't, I? didn't know there'd be a pandemic, did I? Oh, I, don't, I just wanted the money. But I, I'd love to know how much tinkering has been involved with the studios and stuff like that because it just does feel it, like the continuity from one to two to three. Sorry, from 2018 to mm. kills to ends, it feels like it's so weak. And see, like the thread is threadbare almost. It's, it's almost like, like they've got different ideas. And it's like, well, it's McBride and Gordon Green have been through them, and then they get on. I've seen interviews where they said each time they've got different collaborators on to help freshen right. it up. But you go, why? But what was the overarching thing? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they would maybe did have this in mind, but yeah. it's they've got it through but it's definitely not what i think the vast majority of people will be expecting from this film or want it and and which is fair enough considering yeah. how it's been publicly presented you know you need to find someone that can let go that makes you want to rip off your shirt and show grief your fucking tits and say you know what let's go okay should we do the mask ranking then so oh, where yeah. are we at currently all right i'm running you down from it um we've got five yeah four h2o zombie two then regular two, resurrection, zombie one, 
six Halloween kills. At 1.5, we've got 2018. Yeah. And then we've got the original Halloween. So we put the 28 version just behind the original we did, Halloween. Yeah. So what does that make kills? Two Kill. or three? Uh, I think we're going to say it's an official two. So 2018 is just above that. So I would just put this alongside kills. I mean, you barely see it, really. Yeah. It's not... Because <laughs> it, it is melted. I guess the other thing to say about it, it looks like it's a bit weathered and moldy. Yeah. Like a little bit, like, dusty. Again, like, the, the thing barely that we, we've always said about these ones is it looks more. It looks the most like a face. Yeah. And I think that is good for it. But you're right. Like, for one, you actually see of it. You see it very much in the shadows. Uh, this isn't... I mean... I'd obviously like to think this is a, a real... It's really... It's an odd thing to say, but I really feel like this... Sometimes the dark bits in this film are really lit poorly. Yeah, yeah. And that, I know that's a mad thing to say because they're meant to be in the dark and her no, showdown with him in the kitchen is meant to be dark. But, but you can, that you looks can like have a yeah. grey and blue. You can have a dark film and it yeah. still be lit well. Or just the, the end of the original Halloween. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Whereas I, th- I feel like in this, a lot of the time I was like, I'm struggling to follow this. I think also... I have a bit of, I'm a bit of, <laughs> bit of sadness to this, Gav. Um, mm. Do we see? I need to watch it again. Do we ever see Michael Myers out during the day in this one? I don't. No, I don't think we don't do. Don't think we do. And some of the most haunting shots yeah. in the original, and some of my favourite horror shots, are when he's watching her down the street, across the street, when she's in class. Now you see a couple of glory like that. But what about Michael? Is one bit he's looking out behind a tree, but that's yeah. at night. It's a shame you, you definitely never see his like mask lit outside yeah, yeah and it's yeah. just some of those are like the most jarring moments like even in the rob zombie films when he was stalking her during the day and you see him yeah. across that's really scary the fact that he's just out there yeah and he's everywhere whereas this film we know where he is he's down a pipe yeah in his little house well in his little back cave i don't like the Corey bit as well where he's standing by the hedge oh, i think this is a bit odd no because it's like i want that to be michael myers yeah yeah you know, and it's not a gatekeeping thing. <laughs> I'm not saying no I'm one else can be. I'm not saying no one else. I I love Miles Morales, <laughs> but I would like Michael Myers to be in this one. I'd put I'd put it alongside. Yeah, kills, I think so. I think. I think the most same fucking mask. The more pressing question with this one is where would you put Corey's little scarecrow little mask? Scarecrow mask. I love the idea of him going. Oh, he has got a pretty good mask. Well, I've got a mask. Yeah. I've got a mask. Yeah. This, actually, I find really sinister when he's killing the doctor wearing that little oh, yeah, tiny great, mask because yeah. that mask is. It's better than some of these, isn't it? It probably is. It's definitely scarier. Let's put, just as a little, give him something, Corey's Scarecrow mask comes in above Halloween 5. Yeah, I put that, yeah. Just just for him. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It is is a a creepy old mask. Like, when that guy has got a plastic over his face and he's got a corkscrew, I think, in his neck, like, that is, that's a good, horrible, that's a good, scary bit, I think. I I spent a bit of time at the weekend trying to, unpack why i actually found that so disturbing mm. and it's because Corey's a good kid killing someone in quite a gruesome way yeah. we're in these films usually we're watching michael myers who is essentially set up to be pure evil the devil yeah so it makes sense for him to be going around and killing indiscriminately and he essentially in a lot of them has superpowers yeah. super strong that scene you're watching a young 21 year old kid kill someone in cold blood yeah in quite a difficult way 
And it's really, it's almost like Henry Portrait of a Silly Kill. It, yeah, it, yeah. There's something more not nasty fun. and gruesome, not fun, not fun about yeah. that kill because he's struggling to do it. And yeah. it really registers in a different way because the next kill you see is him killing the nurse. Mm. And it's like a classic. He's holding yeah. her up, super strong, knife through chest. It's an improbable kill. Yeah. His kill is like in the nitty gritty. It's like really, Dharma yeah. or something. Because I watched the first episode of that. It's it's messy and it's he's struggling. Yeah. And it's not a laugh. Yeah, it's almost like he's not confident in his own abilities yeah. as well because he's put the plastic around him or possibly because he doesn't want to hear him scream yeah. and then put the corkscrew into him. Like. Well, that scene's like, it's like if I was doing keepy uppies, a messy then walked in. Yeah, yeah. A messy's like, watch this. Yeah. Help. Show me how to do it. Performance-wise, we've said all the time, like, Michael Myers is better when he's asked little of, and you don't get much, like, smaller than what he's asked to do in this film. No. Because <laughs> he gets asked to do fuck all. There's, yeah, it's all, isn't it? Because, let me just talk a bit about this, because I can't save it all to the end. Mm. Is he, <laughs> Corey almost, like, goes to him like a mentor. Yes. After this moment of connection. Show me how to do it. Yeah, so we'll delve into like why that might be. But like the connection that they have, he goes mm. back to him several times. Yeah. And there's one bit in this where Michael is almost asked to do something he's never done, which is kind of act a little bit. Yeah. Because when he kills that guy. The Mulaney. And, 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 and he like. And he powers up. And he like powers up. So it's because he can't say anything. There's yeah. no interior monologue. You're meant to infer what's going on there. But it's hard because what we've heard from that little hermit guy is that he's been killing loads of people. Yeah. So it's not, I thought maybe he was like weak and that was, I don't know. I thought maybe he was weak and then, yeah. and then Corey had brought him a victim yeah. and then that victim then had woken him up or awoken something in him and then he's finally able to get out of his hole. But the hermit guy's like, yeah, he's fucking killing loads of people. Yeah, you look at him and then he goes, I'm Michael Weiss. What? Yeah. Well, oh, Right, we've all had fun being Michael Myers, okay? Yeah. Um, I think maybe what that makes you think of, just because he's down a drain pipe, mm. is a little bit like the it thing. He's gone into hibernation. Yeah. But you're right. The homeless guy is like, oh, he's been killing people. Yeah. So, what? And do, does killing people give him power? I don't know. But then it prompts the next question is, why hasn't he come back? Yeah. Literally, why has he been down there four years? Doesn't it make it makes more sense that he's killed nobody? He went into hiding, and then Corey brings him a victim, and he that wakes him up. Him. Yeah, yeah. But we're meant to think he's been down there for four years. Every Halloween, just go in. I don't fancy it this year. Yeah. What? Mm. You spent forty years, couldn't wait to get yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I think that's the that's the big thing. Like, I I'm not sure on why he's gone back up when he has rather than four years ago or wherever. Like, well, he's just decided to be down there. But it makes sense in our made-up story if Corey brings him a victim, like we just said, and he's like, oh, and that's the connection that he then has with Corey, yeah, rather than like I see feeding evil him. And just, yeah. It's kind of then Corey's being like his little Renfield. Yeah. Going, I'll bring you these masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make you stronger. None of that is, none of that happens. <laughs> good though. That would be good if that was a thing. Well, yeah, I guess that slots more into like what you think. Because it's like... It's hard asking Michael Myers to be your mentor, isn't it? Yeah. It's a hard ask. So I was reading up a thing, and apparently in one of the trailers, you see 
Michael's left hand opening a cupboard or something, and those are the hand, that's the hand that he's missing fingers from, and you don't see any missing fingers. So lots of people have been inferring, oh, from that, oh, there's going to be somebody else as Michael Myers or whatever. Um, but then that's, that scene is not in the final film, so you're like, oh, well, let me get that. But that's the thing. It's like lots of people were inferring, oh, he's regenerated. He regens, yeah. He's um, come back. Uh, that didn't happen. Yeah. I'd take that almost. Wait, and it's not quite like the full transference into Corey at all. No. Which I also would have taken. Because, like, imagine if Corey gets chucked over the highway like he did before, right? Then he crawls and then he sees Michael, who is dead in the after the second one. Then he takes his mask and then he becomes him. Yeah. Like, that feels, like, a lot more plausible to me than whatever happens. He kills, he gets to kill Mulaney and powers up. He remembers. But what we see, though... What do you think of his performance? I think in the kitchen, from what you can see, I do like that fight, and I do like how small it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's always got that in the locker, hasn't he? Like, he, yeah. he's, he can do that. I just think it's a shame not to have... There's nothing comparable to the sequence from 2018 where it's the one shot. Yeah. Well, just... You don't make enough of him, really. No. I think it's a bit of a shame in his last outing not to have that i know there's going to be more obviously there's going to be more but yeah. like in this kind of storyline you know the original michael myers yeah just not having even one more go yeah i just think like i would have liked a proper i think by the time that their fight does come i think i was just a little bit bored and just like uh, yeah, so i wasn't really good. actually invested in that too much no. anymore because that had been so sidelined for that film i actually by that point in the structure of that film i'm actually more into the Corey thing yes yeah. you spent i've spent most of the film being told to get invested in the Corey stuff. Absolutely, yeah. It's very hard to say stuff like, oh, I wish like Michael Myers had a better kill because he sound like textbook horror that, fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like that's the point that we've kind of said at the top as well, is like, if you're not going to have Michael Myers in your film, absolutely fine. But if you are going to make a different kind of film, but then you're going to bring Michael Myers in, make him fucking cool. Make something good happen that he's come back. And then you just think, I don't see the point of this. Hmm. Like, it almost like, I think if you watch it back as well, where he comes from is really weird at the end. He's just like, what was, the, what was happening here? The closest you actually get to Michael Myers in this film, and this is something I'm not really sure, you know the bit when Corey actually gets the mask? Yes. And he puts it on and he kills all those bullies at yeah. his dad's like scrapyard and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. car place, um, mechanics place. Garage, that's the word I'm looking Garage. for. Um, <laughs> he suddenly becomes Michael Myers. Yeah. Much more so when he's got that mask on. Yeah. To the point where he moves like him, he kills like him. He's yeah. as strong as him suddenly. Yeah. But I guess you get a bit of Michael Myers performance there. Because mm. that's, those are serious kill. Same with the radio station. When he those sits are, up. Yeah. Like, he's doing it all. And yeah. he would have never known that. Mm. So then that implies there's a deeper connection, especially with the strength stuff, yeah. to Michael. Absolutely, yeah. So Be that you do get a bit of it, but it's just not Michael Myers. It's a strange thing to have him do the fucking sit-up thing and not have us go, oh, there's some kind of weird connection between the two of them, but... It's, it's gone that, into him. But I don't think this film is actually going, there is a connection between the two of them. I but think the, it's almost going that, like... That's way more problematic. Yeah. Because then you go, there's nothing supernatural going on here. But like, you've implied so much recently that there is something supernatural here. Mm. I don't, And I don't need to go like, here's the ritual yeah. or anything like that. But just like something to hang it on, I think, maybe. I'd almost be all right with a ritual if you set it up. Yeah. You've had free films, lads, to do it. That's, that's long enough to set up a ritual. <laughs> Uh, one more bit of Michael performance, though. Nick Castle flashing the like coming into the party. 
That's Nick Castle. Uh, Isn't that mad? Heavy breathing. That's yeah. what he's got. That's what you want from a flasher. Isn't that funny? Weird. Do, do we need it? Is that the best way to pay tribute? Well, that's a weird thing. It's like one of those things, because the original Halloween is very elegant. I know it's made by a bunch of teenagers and made a film quickly. Yeah. But let's face it, they hit upon something. They made something really good. There's a lot that's quite wild in these new films. That's quite like, you know, like the comedy bits, Mm. like little comedy sequences of people who get killed. Also, at the end of the radio station, was it the porn star? Yeah. Who's in that, um, the driving thing on Shudder. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Just having her in, just, it's such an inside joke thing. Yeah. And also, like, the reveal of her as well is like, if you know, you know, essentially. Yeah. Like, she's been on Twitter this week being like, because lots of people... Great for her. Good on her. Lots of people have been like, uh, oh, have you, are you, um, is there going to be a longer cut? And she was like, uh, I guess, alluding to the fact she's only in the film for about five seconds, going, yes, there definitely will be. Is this not, but that, that's getting a bit like, we're not going to scary movie territory here. Or, you know, Buster Rhymes territory where it's a bit too, like... Are we taking this seriously anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it felt like the first one, even though... Because, like, the first one's funny bits are quite grounded. Yeah. Whereas this is going, all right, look at him. Do you recognize her? Yeah, Nick Castle, he's flashing. Like, Saying lines from the first film. It's just something a bit, like... I don't know, it's just... It's an odd moment, that. It's, it's like, always the bits that we dislike as well. I think in, in Kills... We have the copper saying, oh, everyone's entitled to one good scare. And you're like, I don't need it. I don't need the shape saying lines from the 1978 version in a party. It doesn't make any sense to me. I saw when she closes her book and she says, I've said goodbye to my boogeyman. But the truth is evil doesn't die. It changes shape. <sighs> Stupidest decision. I've got a couple for this. We said it already. Taking Michael Myers as your mentor. Yeah. Like, is he going to be that supportive? What's his on-time plan? Yeah. Is he nurturing? I don't know. Is he going to turn his back? Is he going to turn on you at any point? And he does. He does. Because that's the thing. He gets jealous that, oh, this kid's got something about him. Yeah, He's got potential. To be fair, he doesn't respect him. He tries to take his place before, you know, he's not far from retirement. Hmm. Takes his mask. Michael turns back up kills him yeah i think that's a, that's a pretty poor decision isn't it like michael myers as a mentor you know that's not gonna go well i mean again not killing michael in kills for loads of different reasons now because they they in this at the end of this they're like right let's tie him up let's do all this different shit to him and put him through a big thing so he's all chopped up and stuff which is kind of what we speculated about yeah is how would you do this if you had a, like a do-over yeah and instead of just stabbing him and beating him Let's with a baseball bat. And not, let's just cut, not, not just dismember, dismember him. Yeah. Let's pulverize him. Yeah, let's make him into gas. Into mush, yeah. <laughs> I think... Um, Laurie giving up on being prepared for Michael Myers' return. That's a bonkers decision to me because Odd. he's in a hospital from after, 19, after 1978. From that moment, she starts preparing for him to break out of a maximum security hospital slash prison and the events 2018 prove her right yeah vindicator absolutely michael myers escapes a like murder by you know 50 people trying to kill him kills her daughter so you've had it confirmed he's genuinely supernatural <laughs> yeah and he's killed your daughter and he goes on the lamb and she's like that's probably the last i'll see of him well, i buy a new house what what the fuck this isn't the lorry i've just spent two films with bought a new house also also, bought a new house. Now, massively into Halloween. Yeah. 
No, it doesn't make they've... any sense. Makes no sense. She's carving a pumpkin, decorating their house. Oh, can't wait for Halloween. What? What? The when... anniversary of your daughter's death. Your daughter's death. I feel like Karen gets such a fucking rough, uh, like, short thrift in this, where they just go, like, she is traumatized in between 1978 and 2018. Well, 1978, all the mates got killed. Yeah. And last year, her daughter. daughter. How do you go from, how do you go from losing your daughter at the hands of Michael Myers? Michael Myers, nobody knows where he is. How do you then just go, it'll probably be fine. Don't worry about it. Tell you what, it's one hell of a book, that. <laughs> I think. It's, oh, I think it's a shocking book, though. Yeah. She's just like same old. Yeah. I because I, I feel like there's so much padding going on in that in that book because she's really only got. Tell us the three, details. What was it like? What did he look like when he took his mask off? She's at the time of writing it. She's only got two incidents with him. Do you think she's then going there's back a lot. after that? Going, Maybe it's a oh, lot about her psychology. Yeah. It's like, but I tell you what, that chapter. Banging opening chapter. Yeah. Nothing for f- f- 10 chapters. Skipper. Great ending. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing because she's in like a pretty good place. She's living mm. with Alison. They seem to have quite a nice like living arrangement. They get on. They're close. Yeah. She's become her proxy mum. Yeah. This is also a weird decision. When stuff starts to go odd with Corey, bear in mind, Laurie's the first person who encounters Corey. Mm. She brings him to the hospital yeah. to date her granddaughter out yeah. of nowhere. Then, without seeing that much stuff, she's like, he's an absolute murderer. Yeah. He's an absolute... Sorry. So the stupid decision also, one, taking Corey, you didn't know that, fine, fine. Yeah. But I think Alison not trusting Laurie. Yeah. Because when Laurie starts to, like, warn her off it, it's that almost like... She, Alison is quite disrespectful of Alison. Alison almost turns into, like, a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, where you go, yeah. we're going to listen to anything you say. You've been through a lot together. Yeah. Your grandma's been through a lot of serious shit. Can you not just have, like, a little chat about it? Yeah. And isn't the point of 2018, and it is, the point of 2018 is like Alison's the only one who kind of believes yeah. in Laurie, and then Laurie is proven correct. So Alison is like, here we go, see? And everyone is kind of like a little bit on Laurie's side. Alison feels like a different person here. Well, it's, it, it is disrespectful of where these characters have got to. So yeah. Laurie went from this Cassandra-like figure, like prophesizing doom that no one believed, yeah. to... She was fucking bang on. Yeah. And now it's she back to right. like, Alison's like, you're not believing me again. And this is mm. me just telling you you've got a bad boyfriend. Yeah. Who actually does turn out to be a fucking serial She's killer. She's right again. Actual serial killer. And then it's quite a bit sad for Alison that her art ends with her basically sleeping with a serial killer. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It makes it look like the lad who put her phone in some nacho cheese look like a catch. <laughs> yeah, let's get him back. Like, he seems completely fine now. I'm not saying that I wanted it. Weird not to have the sex scene between her and Corey. I feel like they could do something odd with, with the mask. <laughs> but, like, the mask is there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, imagine if it was, um, like, American Psycho. Mm-hmm. And oh, Corey yeah. just got the mask on in the mirror. Oh my, that's a way more sinister film. The thing is, that would have been actually quite a cool scene if she finds the mask. Yeah. And go, oh no, grandma was right. And also, because yeah, yeah. what that scene, maybe they don't do it because it'd be quite similar beat for beat to the end of Scream. Right, okay, yeah. You know, she finds yeah, that, yeah. the the guy I trusted and I said everyone was wrong about, I've slept with him and now, oh my God, he's Michael Myers. That is a good film. Just listen to your grandma. Yeah, Alison not listening to her, even though she's always right about evil and Michael Myers, I think, is a stupidest decision. He is on a dark path. I'm not going to let this happen to you. You have to believe me. Believe you. You want me to believe you? Because of the hysteria that you caused when I trusted you. My friends are dead. My parents are dead. 
You're the one that's capable of fucking heart. Scariest moments? I've got a couple. I've got two. There's not a lot in this that's actually no, scary. I don't, I don't think it's a very scary film. Corey's dancing? That whole sequence is fucking weird. What he's just... You, you know, Corey, he doesn't mind just lying down on the floor and getting really dirty. Yeah. You know, when he fixes a car, he's just like got his jacket on oh, yeah. and he's just right on there and he's just getting covered in shit. And it's like a light colored jacket going, <clears throat> mate, you look like a state. And she's like, oh, you got a little shit on your back. Yeah. And then he's at the bar. I bet you that floor ain't clean. No, And he's stinking, just lying yeah. down on the floor. Is that the like maybe to sort of signify that he is, you know, absolutely fine? Or maybe he's a little bit separate from our world sort of thing. Whereas like anybody else would be like, Oh, no, I'm going down on the floor because I get dirty or I anything. I think it's maybe... Whereas he's like... Yeah, um, or because the, the, of the events of the kid dying, he just doesn't think much of himself. And he comes mm. from an abusive house. His mum is controlling, putting him down all the time. Yeah. He, the way he is at the beginning, he's quite small and he mm. makes himself quite small. And then he undergoes the kind of 90s transformation where he becomes the best looking kid in school because he's Michael Myers. He takes his glasses off. He actually but he's like Spider-Man. Yeah. When Tommy McGuire gets bitten, there's a scene where he doesn't need glasses anymore. Yeah. He doesn't need glasses after Michael Myers. He dresses better. Yeah. He has a chore jacket that is the style of Michael Myers' boiler suit. Yeah. He gets a leather jacket. He gets a motorcycle. It's a proper, like, glow up. I would... If I was Alison dancing with him and he's doing that, I'd feel weird. I'd be like, what are you doing? I almost thought in the film that he was having a seizure or something. Yeah. But... He's just imagine if his dance moves. He was more Michael, and she's dancing, and he's literally just stood completely static in the middle great. of the dance floor. Yeah, just turning his head back and forth. Is I turn my head back and forth. <laughs> the new Michael yeah. Myers remix. Everyone's doing the dance move. Is it the same bar as the open mic? I think it is because she's behind the bar. Oh no, she doesn't work at the she bar. She doesn't work. She's booze in there, but it does look in it's my head thought, in the same way. Yeah. Do you not feel like this definitely feels less Halloween-y, doesn't it? A lot, like just mm. in terms of time of year in this film. Yeah, because that Halloween party doesn't take place on Halloween, does it? it takes, yeah. I mean, like, that's fine. Uh, close, but maybe because this is not a big scene where there's loads of trick-or-treaters or mm. it just something odd about this film that doesn't feel very Halloween-y to me, like no. in terms of the time of year. Uh, but also, uh, what's weird... Maybe that's a wild thing to say. I need to watch it again. Also, Jeremy Allen's mum is at that bar. That really feels like a kid's bar and a kid's party. Like, yeah, or like, a, sort of a young person's yeah. bar. I wouldn't want to be at that bar. I feel like that'd be a pain in the ass. And is that the same bar that her husband goes and plays pool in the afternoons? I think it is, yeah. This is an all-purpose bar. Yeah. yeah it's right. It's it, the same one, It's yeah. a strange situation for her to be there but they obviously just want that confrontation scene yeah because he suddenly goes back into himself and feels the guilt yeah it's weird for her to be there it's also yeah. weird that they they had a mass they're presumably very rich but after the event just we're not selling that house maybe no one wants to buy it true but give it the fucking bloody floor for a bit that's a child's blood yeah even if you're not even if you like can't no one wants to buy it Let's just fuck up. Let's just change this this floor. Just yeah. change, get someone in. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah, still let's, let's, yeah. clean it. Well, you're definitely not selling it unless you clean it. Yeah, because people what? will notice that it's in the hallway. <laughs> well, that would be quite funny. They'd be like, "Can't get rid of this uh, house of love or money." It's because it's blood. It's child's. There's children's yeah. blood on the floor. But, you, but you've passed your certification as a, <laughs> yeah. a realtor. What about yours? What scares you? Scares me. I got one more, but I've kind of already alluded to it. It is when he kills the doctor. Yeah, because. 
just for the reason I said earlier, it context like context of it feel it plays differently. Absolutely, yeah. And it feels like a way darker and sinister moment than anything in the other David Gordon Green films. Yeah, because you're seeing like a sweet kid <clears throat> become a killer. Yeah, I want to become a killer. Absolutely, yeah. He's definitely one of the scariest. I think the, annoyingly, it's followed by you know he's like the nurse sort of outsmarts him and gets inside when he's like slamming on the doors it really reminded me of like the rob zombie like anger bits yeah of yeah, rob zombie. yeah and yeah. i was like i really hated that bit no it, it is that because it also him coming from an abusive household yeah and his mum tries to almost like romantically kiss him or sexually kiss him later on it's fucking and you're like what is. is this yeah because that is getting closer to our killers are made. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know this. Yeah, that bit is really weird. And so totally, I, that is at odds with a lot everything. of other things in this film. Like yeah. the laughs or... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because she's almost played weirdly. As like a, from like, a Rob Zombie film. Yeah, but like early on, she's played as like... Yeah, she's comedy sometimes. Comedy over yeah, there. Yeah, because it's a comedy scene when like Laurie goes and meets her and goes, these are two very different women. Yeah, and Ronald, the guy who's going out with her. Pure like, common. When he... Yeah, he's funny like with her and you know he's like always choose love or something yeah, like that. yeah. Like, another scariest moment this is off camera Alison going out with Officer Mulaney you know I can't find this guy's age I can't find this actor's age anywhere odd isn't it I feel like they imply they've been out because I, I think there's a there's a even like a Laurie line or a Lindsay line like what's happening yes it's Lindsay when she's doing the fucking tarot cards um, it's oh, that God, bit oh I forgot about that yeah when she's like now pick a card mm-hmm. oh no I got the death card no that's not bad on tarot no, that just means a major phase is ending and a new one is about to begin. So that pretty much puts a nail in the coffin with that police officer you were dating. Oh, Doug. <laughs> I know it's a small town, but come on. He's he's way older than her, though. And it's not just the age, though. It's like, it doesn't seem like a catch. No. It doesn't seem her type. No. The one thing I did think, is he doing the Tom Atkins Mustache from Season of the Witch. In, no, possibly, in number yeah. three, Tom yeah. Atkins has got that absolutely uh, disgusting mustache. No, possibly, no. And this guy's got a really disgusting yeah, and mustache. Just the way he carries himself a little bit. Like yeah. a guy who you wouldn't typically say is a dreamboat yeah. has a swagger that yeah. makes him into a dreamboat in a way that's quite aspirational for a lot of men who aren't that. Yeah. And go, oh, I could be like a Tom Atkins in Halloween Season of the Witch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he also gets with that. That could be, you know. It could be. Could, absolutely, because he takes that um, girl who's much, much younger on him, the, younger than him on that road trip to oh the God, Silver yeah. Shamrock factory. I'm I'm watching that again, like, soon, on for Halloween. David Gordon greened it just before yeah. making this, tell you. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, scariest moment is definitely the plastic over the head and the corkscrew in the neck. Like, that's definitely scariest. <laughs> Okay, how many killings then? We've got 18 killings. Is it? 18 people die in the film, but right. we need to take some of these back. Statistically, it's quite a complicated film. Right. There are 13 proper murders in this movie, so no accidents. Right. And no suicides or the flashback deaths. You know, the other members of Haddonfield. Yeah. Those are people that have died that we see on screen. Yeah. If we take back the, the woman that hung herself mm. and the accident at the beginning, we've got 13 proper murders. Okay. Corey is 10 of them. Right. Michael is three. Mm. Corey is 10, um, 19 intentional, one accidental. <laughs> uh, and also, I've kind of exempted Laurie's kill of Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've also got that one as well. It's one of two for me. Jeremy Allen's. That's a fucking banger. I know it's a child. Fine. He really 
flips, doesn't he? <laughs> he really fucking dies. That's a lot of blood, isn't it? Uh, I was, I think I burst out laughing, which is bad, I know. I'm not laughing at, if a real child died in front of me, I wouldn't laugh. I want that known. I want that on the record. But Always good. The, Some people don't have to say it on the record. Yeah. <laughs> in, in this context, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. And it brilliant. Does, it and does, disgusting. And it, It's because it's a proper moment, a little slapstick where he kind of like hits him in the door and he yeah. flips. It's a big old house. <laughs> it's a long old drop for Jeremy. But I think like it's meant to, it's meant to be shocking. And it is yeah. shocking. Like I was shocked to the point where- The way I'm, that accidents- Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's quite innocuous. Yeah. And it's, like, it, it escalates so wildly from being just a stupid joke to- he is now dead. Yeah, because in my head, I, I mean, I know this is how you're meant to be thinking. In my head, I'm like, Michael's hand at any point now comes from the darkness and grabs him, or... He was he, always there, yeah. Yeah, or what I thought was going to happen was he was going to open the door and lunge into him by accident or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And then they see him with the knife th and whatever. I, th I didn't think you, that was happening. You thought Jeremy was going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was going to be like another, like, Michael Myers moment, but actually turns out he was just an innocent kid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they thought he was going to be outside on the lawn with his mum and dad, but he's actually crying. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. No, he just, he's, he's just, he just kills a little kid. <laughs> and it's... Booted from the top. And there's something that made you laugh. Isn't a laugh? No, that's my. That's that's one of. I think it's just brilliant. I think it's a good opener. I think is quite shocking. I mean, very unexpected. Yeah, I, like, I quite like the blowtorch, oh, even though you don't see it. Quite like I'm not. Yeah. You know, we've not had a blowtorch before. I don't mm, think so. No, I need to fact check that. It's quite a laugh. I think you I don't really see it though. Yeah, there's one standout. I think that is the best one, and it's the tongue, Willie the kid. Uh, I think the tongue on the Genk's cut off with the scissors and yeah, then hitting the record player. With his bare hands, rips his head apart. Yeah. And that's Corey. But again, does that imply Corey is incredibly strong? Yeah. Um, How does the, the I think she's called like Diana something, the radio receptionist, how does she get killed? Stabbed to death. But it kind of partially happens off screen. Right. So I think you see, you don't really see the aftermath. What's the point of having her in it? If you're not going to show her mad death. I know, it's weird, isn't it? Because the shot she, of her They're just well. mates with her. They are mates with her. Yeah. That's why. Do you know what? Because I haven't seen that show. But I, I, obviously, when I was looking at the research, I, I found out who she was in that. But like, you know the shot? The shot is like a trolley, like in my head. It's like a little you know, it's, it's like a slow move towards it, like that, reveal. I thought it was going to be that she was somebody else from one of the other Halloweens. Like, like they brought back Lindsay. Like, like I thought there was going to be like someone like that. Because what yeah, is what's the show that she's in? Is I'm it trying it? to look it up because it's, it's so people who listen to this podcast are American and green. You can't, you don't know this. Yeah. It's because it's not a thing over here. It's mm. like it's this guy, like it's like his driving thing. Everyone be like it, Bob Deaf. Or the, something. It's called the last driving. Right. And in thinking recent years, she's become a fixture on it. Right. It's the last driving with Joe Bob Briggs, and on Shudder. If you don't know, if you're like UK based, in it's like a, a wrap around, and he shows a horror film. Right. But like there'll be a bit camera beforehand ah. and a bit at the end, and but in the middle of it, you'll watch a full entire horror film. Oh, cool! And some of them are on Shutter in the UK. Yeah. But like I think they can't have them all over here because of rights issues with the films ah. that they show baked in within the show. But I think he's been doing a version of that show before Shutter for like okay 
decades. Right. Yeah, they have a Patreon and stuff. Yeah, like. he's been doing that kind of thing for decades, but in recent years, should have like brought him on because it makes sense for them. But we don't. We can only get some of them over here, and she is sometimes on. That. She, yeah, more. She's called Diana Prince, just Diana like Wonder Prince, Woman. That's it. Yes, I know it's weird, isn't it? Because I was googling it, I was like, well, that's really hard to find. <laughs> if you type in, I mean, I tell you what, if you Google, it, it's not not everything's hard to find. Uh, I, well, yeah, because I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I was looking through a Twitter this morning in here about quarter to seven. <laughs> Always walked in. Wait, uh, oh, she don't mind getting about on Twitter, mate. Like, I was like, I was scrolling through Twitter. I was like, hang on a minute, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like one of them was just like, get your tits out Tuesday or something. I was like, ah, oh, fair play to you, mate. Like, quarter to seven in the morning, and then our neighbour locked oh, herself no. out. I'm really glad this was about because the front of our shoe is a lot of windows. Yeah, that would just look like you're just looking at porn on Twitter. They already think we're <gasps> fucking weirdos because we've got black bin bags over the windows for when we film and now uh, they're coming oh. in and like uh, they think i'm coming in at eight o'clock in the morning to look through tits on twitter <sighs> i'm embarrassed ourselves uh why you have her in it if you're not gonna give her some ludicrous death that's an in joke but that doesn't play to everyone like we don't know who she is that readily. she's gonna be gutted with that surely she look i bet for her she's saying she's in the Halloween films. But she must be gutted that her death, because her death assumed there's loads more to that death that is not in it. Well, so what are you saying is, what are you saying for best kill? We could do the kid at the beginning. Jeremy Allen. Yeah, I mean, the other death we should talk about is Michael Myers dies. Yeah, that's true, actually. That Laurie murders Michael Myers. Yeah. And, well, he, Michael Myers crowd surfs for a bit. Yeah. And he crowds, they crowd surf him. Like, no one's scared of him at that point. No. Despite him not being technically dead. Like, yeah. All she's done is pin him down with a few knives. Yeah, yeah. And, they're remarkably happy just... I wouldn't want to be touching him because four years ago, we saw him come back from stuff. Yeah. I also think, as someone who is, like, supernaturally strong, a few knives in the hand. I'd be like... In my I head, it's like, like, I guess, he's, I guess he's, he's weaker now. Yeah. I guess... Uh-huh. But she can't hit them in there. I know she's hitting with a pan or whatever, yeah. but, like, that's, that's still a lot. The thing is, a big mystery for, like, the last 45 years is how can you take down yeah. pure evil... Can't be reasoned with implacable yeah. evil. And it turned out it was just tipping a fridge on him. <laughs> on a bit of him. I feel like if that fridge tipped on me, I could push that off. <laughs> I know it's like, um, obviously I'm taking- With my legs. Of... Like I think, cause he's got his hands yeah. down. If you tip that fridge on me, I could push that off with my legs. You would, yeah. Easy. You just use your hands. Yeah. Oh, nail down. If it's my fine. hands are nailed fine. down, I think I'm I Michael Myers. That. I'll rip my hand out yes. and I'll just do it anyway. Obviously, just taking the piss massively there. And I do, obviously, when you set him up to be pure evil. Yeah. This is what we talked about last time. It's like, what is the ending that is commensurate to that setup? Yeah. And it's really hard unless you do go more down the kind of cultish route. Yeah. And you set up uh, an equivalent good or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There's just something really prosaic about this. Yeah. And I think they do the house thing because it's a good like echo to the original, and it's domestic and it's true yeah. to where that what like where their first encounter was. But then this kind of weird bit where he's like lifted, almost like he's a messiah yeah. across them. Yeah, and I know that's like I think that's meant to be the town. Cl- I don't know how you contacted them all. Yeah, cl- them collectively working through Keeping their trauma. Yeah, and they're they're all we're all here. We're all saying goodbye to him. You know, like in the last dance when they burn stuff in the bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing with Michael. They're re- they're bringing him across mm. and saying goodbye. They all go and having that closure to I use that terminology. He hasn't even got his mask on him when they're driving him through the town as well. So like that would make if he had Any the mask dude. on, if that would make sense. If you see that, basically, some of you believe. 
that actually Laurie Strode has just been goading mental patients. Yeah. He looks like a mental patient. She's like, oh, she's at her again. What and she's got him strapped on the car this time. What we do this Halloween, you want to go down the garage and kill an old man? Yeah. Yes, we. I won't do that. Absolutely, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Let's do it. I love yeah, it. radio stopped playing, so let's go do it. A lot of it does take place in that weird garage bit. And maybe another, maybe, and the petrol garage as Maybe well. that's why I don't think it's very Halloween-y. Yeah. They're very festive, because that's just a dusty garage. Ooh, I'll tell you what, though, it's a bit like Christine, isn't it? <laughs> Make it like Halloween. Well, what, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what are we saying is the best kill? Are we saying Jeremy Allen? Let's do it. Okay. Well, it's got to be one of Corey's because <laughs> Corey's responsible for 76% of all the murders in this film. The best kill in Halloween Ends is an accidental murder of a child. Well, what are the Michael ones? Let's go through it. Michael's murders in this film. Doug Mullaney stabbed in the stomach. Shit. Deb stabbed in the chest, pins to the wall. He's got See that in it. his locker all day See long. It. That's See a cla- He can do that See with his eyes it. closed. Yeah. He's like, well, do you want me to do you a bob? What's yeah. called Deb? Easy. Same thing. Um, Corey Cunningham yeah. snaps his neck. Yeah. His last kill is a neck snap. I thought with him, he was just going to put his thumbs yeah. through his eyes or something like I thought that would have been pretty cool Gloucester him yeah like properly like oh. <laughs> yep yeah, Jeremy Allen best kill I'm gonna kill you Jeremy <laughs> what was that alright let's talk about a little bit about the survivors then like we talked a little bit about you know the character is almost like unrecognizable from 2018, really. Yeah, uh, we barely mentioned it, but yeah, Lindsay is still alive. We, f- you know, we forget her at the end of. Uh, we spend almost no time with her. Yeah, she does the tarot because they've got this. The beginning of the film opens like they're mates and they hang out yeah. all the time together. Yeah, and then you don't really see much more of her at all. No, she's working in the bar, so she becomes the bar lady who introduces. She's working on the party, and she introduces. Who should she introduce? Hang on, who did Laurie? To uh, to Jeremy Allen's dad. That's it, really. Like the tarot and, stuff is really bullshit. And as well. the fact that she doesn't even get to encounter Michael again. Yeah, that's an easy. That's an easy extra death. That is, yeah. isn't it? Like, well, maybe that's just taking the piss. But that's an easy extra death. She's walking home from the bar. He sees her and he kills her. Maybe that's it. That would have been really good. So the main side, Laurie. Allison, yeah. Officer Hawkins, but Hawkins doesn't really encounter him. Really, I, I generally thought at one point the last shot was going to be like them in Japan. What? Like walk, walk, you know, because he keeps talking about these fucking oh, cherry blossoms. Oh, learning Japanese, yeah. I generally thought the last shot was going to be them in Japan together. Like, I'd absolutely love that. <laughs> I would think that's brilliant. I thought, I, to be fair, I, is that a better <laughs> shot than when he gives her a big bag of carrots? Yeah. Yeah, just that's weird. bizarre it also like gives yeah. those big bag of carrots why are you standing so far away yeah it is weird isn't it I would have liked them to have done a bit more there's not enough time with Laurie or any of them for no. that to like even be set up as a payoff no I do like um, at the end when she's like trapped Michael and stuff <laughs> they take him out and all the police officers are going you can't one of them is like can't be doing this this is not how it works it is tonight because if no one says I can approve it He's like, I'm going to do it. That would have been a really easy kill that means something. Hawkins dying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because he has been set up in these last three films. And I feel like that is a sadness that is earned, Mm. I think. When you watch Kills Back to This, because Hawkins is set up as like somebody had a very early encounter with Michael. Yeah. This film, completely sidelined. Yeah. Which is weird because as a really famous actor who has been a part of every single one of these films now, this, like, this in w- yeah. some way, shape, or form. Like, and I just think... It's quite disrespectful of, like, what these last two films. You're going, you've done all this groundwork. That's why this film plays so weirdly. Yeah. 
Whereas if it was standalone or just a direct sequel to the original, you go, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. But all this character stuff, you've just abandoned in the last one. And you're like, the whole point of this last one was like, it's about their story, ending these stories. Yeah. Whereas him, Lindsay, you just introduced her, she's sidelined. She's gone again. Yeah. Yeah, that's the things like the nurse, Willie the kid, the doctor. Well, these are all like Big John, Little John. Yeah. They're just the expendables. Whereas I feel like, sadly, you've, I'm not saying that I just want him to die, but I, at least I got a connection to these people who were going to get married. They would have like landed more. Yeah. But there's no framework for them to happen in this film. Because no. they only turn up when it's like the day bits in between when people are putting dots together or having like yeah, chats. Yeah, yeah. They're never in a situation where Michael's got, well, Michael's not even in action, is he? Till no. the very end. Like Michael's only really back into play yeah. in the outside world, outside of his pipe, mm. when he's with Laurie at the end. Weird, isn't it? Oh, I don't know what I could do without, I don't know what categories. The whole bit where like she walks in and it looks like Laurie's killed him. It's like, are we, oh, do, yeah, are we really yeah. doing this? Yeah. Because what's the point of that? Because within seconds, Alison going, oh no, Michael Myers is here, right, sweet. Do you think, uh, I don't know, it didn't really play nicely for me, but do you think the suicide thing is quite not on? I think that's really Do you, do you think on. I would kill myself? Is what she, like, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, people who go through really bad trauma do sometimes, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's really, but like... She basically does it like, it's weak. Yeah. It's not on, really. No. I almost. I also think, like, speaking to him like that, it's almost like her saying it to the audience as well. That read to me like, where she was like, Did you really think I'd kill myself? Did you really think I was going to yeah, kill yeah. myself? And it's just like, as an audience, we're like, Oh, she didn't kill herself. Well done. Oh, this is amazing. She's a, she's a real hero. You're but like, then in that instant, she turns back into the Laurie of four years ago. Yeah. So I yeah. don't really know where she's at. Really. Long con in him. That's really not. Also, uh, like, I'm not being funny. I think if you phoned in a suicide, yeah. I think a different amount of police are coming to that. The <laughs> or wait, no, they just think is it's Laurie? Maybe they think what she's got like a little. Oh, she, no, you're right though. If they she, don't, and they pick them. Those people might not even know who she is. Yeah, because yeah, I think you're sending a different amount of police no, you there are, if yeah. you just go. You need to send fucking everyone. Send everyone you got. Yeah. Like whereas I think it'd be like, oh yeah, Laurie Shores committed suicide. Send one person over when we can. Yeah, I don't like that. I think that's that's pretty not on. What was the name of the book that she's writing? It's called Stalkers. Yeah. Savior. Yeah. And Sowing. Ooh. But she's never really mentioned any of that, that kind of stuff before. I know, like, she's come up with no, a Halloween, but title, like, like... But Stalkers, Savior. So, Michael's the stalker. Mm. Savior? I don't know. And Sowing. All right. I know that's a nice nod to number three, but also at the same time, it's like... It's not... I, I wouldn't call it that. If she's done... You know what? It's a, it's a real... Is a little lesson for writers. Yeah. She's gone down the alliteration route, which is what you do when you're doing GCSEs at 15 and 16. You think creative writing is like alliteration. Yes. I mean, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I would call it something different. If I was a publisher, I'd be like, we've got to have Michael Myers in this title. Yeah, 100%. We've got to do. We've got, 100%. We've got to have Michael. It's basically like how I survived Michael Myers. Yes. The Laurie Str Strode story. I it's killed like, Michael it's, Myers. It's not catch it. Well, yeah. her publisher's like, if you could kill him. That'd be sick. It'd be such a good last chapter. Oh my God, don't kill him yet. Kill him when the book's out, because fuck's yeah, sake. In like, paperback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you're interviewed on the news, you could be like, oh, read all about it in my book that's coming out tomorrow. Uh, what does Alison do at the end? She leaves. She's gone. It's another life. It's, oh, do you like the bit where he stabs her with a knitting needle? Like, yeah. Because that's... Because she did it. She did it in the original. That's why I yep. So I was just pointing that out just in case. It's, yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? It's just like, I don't feel like it's the end of anybody's story. No, because it's Halloween ends. There's, 
it actually opens up more. Yeah. Because the Corey thing is entirely new and it feels like a new beginning. Whereas actually, I wouldn't mind just in a satisfying way. I don't need to be challenged right now. No. I'd actually like some degree of ending to all these characters that is satisfying. If that's all right. Shatsu o Nakushita. What's that mean? Means I lost my shirt, I think. <laughs> or I lost my hat. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. uh, <clears throat> all right, and Michael's motivations. I mean, does he have any anymore? Because he's just been in hiding. The new film stripped away all the other films apart from the original. Yes. So a lot of Michael's motivation of him, be her being his sister and all that sort of stuff, or him yeah. being animated by evil or Thorn or whatever is gone. Mm -hmm. But in 2018, he is still drawn to Haddonfield and he still wants to kill a lot of people that night, including yeah. Laurie, whether we think that is something she thinks she's more important to him than he, she is to him. Which I do love that idea, which that's kind of what we talked about in the last podcast, which is like, she's obsessed with it. Yeah, so she's like, like projecting that she's, or do you keep just putting you putting yourself in his way? Yeah. In this, because he could have gone back at any time. Has he just had his fill? Like, is he motivated anymore? Yeah. Because he could be going out killing if he wanted. Because he still is capable. I genuinely don't know. Because does pure evil hide down a drain if it's not a clown? No. <laughs> I don't like. I don't really know what his motivations are. Because why has he not come back in previous years? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like that's what we talked about earlier. Was like if he is down there until Corey comes down and brings him a victim. I can kind of understand because then he's like, oh shit, I've just woken up. Yeah, this is great. I've forgotten how much I love this. Yeah. Like, I understand that. This like, is wicked. It's not particularly strong, but, you know, yeah. there's something to it. And because he's always been such a blank void of a character, yeah, yeah, purposefully yeah. so, Yeah, you can't even graft on any other motivations. You can't say, or he wants a successor. He's mm. not Batman. He's not Batman, Corey. Do you know what I mean? You can't go, yeah. oh, he's setting up Robin or Damian Wayne, or yeah. he wants someone to take on his mantle and pass this mask onto. Yeah. I mean, that's not the territory we're living in. So why does he not attack Corey? Yeah. G genuinely, what is that moment, which is such a pivotal scene, where he's about to kill Corey? Michael Myers just kills people he comes into contact with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what he does. And there is a sequence where he looks into his eye. Yeah. And it implies that Michael can somehow sense Corey's history. Because yeah. you have this rapid montage of all the things that have happened to Corey, the bullying, the abuse. Yeah. Michael, as far as we know in this chronology, was never abused. No. I mean, it's not said. It's not not said. Mm, but yeah. And you see the accident. So yeah. there's nothing in that that Michael goes, you're like me. Ah, fucking guy's evil. Yeah. He, all he sees is him killing a kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, this is the thing Which as then well. it plays as like Michael has empathy for him. That's an alien concept to Michael Myers, surely. Yeah. But also, because I've thought about this as well, in that bit that we see that big montage of it, because that's playing at the time where Michael holds him, we have got to assume and think that that's what Michael is seeing at that time. Otherwise, there's no, like, no point having it there. Just from all the filmmaking you've ever watched in your life, yeah. that's what that implies. Yeah. Absolutely. It's almost like a POV shot, and that's what filmmaking would imply. Yeah. So we're saying then, in this logic, that Michael goes to kill him, then sees that, oh, he recognizes some kind of evil in Corey, as does Laurie. The same evil that Laurie's been seeing and banging on about. But the evil in Corey only comes after this. This is what I mean. Oh, yeah. So in so in that this is what we're meant to assume. We're meant to assume this this is what's happening here. He is seeing an evil that is in Corey. 
which we've just not seen. And everything that you've just seen in that montage would imply that he's a victim of circumstance. Yeah. He's bullied and he was the victim of an unfortunate accident. Doesn't make any sense. Because then Michael letting him go implies he feels sorry for him. Yeah. But after that point, yeah. Corey does start to become evil. Yeah. So let's unpack that. In that moment, is there a transference and Corey has whatever is it michael becomes a part of him because from that moment on he starts acting differently all the kind of cliches of like he's got a motorcycle leather jacket his hair looks better he's not wearing glasses like becomes proper bad boy yeah and his motivations change through this encounter with michael yeah and it's really interesting actually because you see what i like one of the i think one of the best scenes is jeremy allen's dad in the bar when jeremy allen says and then yesterday i'm on my way to work there he is and i think I'm gonna say something. Prove my wife wrong. Let's find a way to forgive this kid. And I pull up next to him, and he looks at me. And it's not him. At least not in the eyes. And I don't know, man. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Right then, I felt like I got my answer. The kid who used to mow our lawn didn't kill my son. I know that. But the guy I saw on the side of the road was down a dark path. Did the town do this to him after the accident? Or was it always there? And you're like, holy shit, that is awesome. And he looks pure evil. And it's like Loomis yeah. has always said. Well, like, it's like, yeah, it's that moment, but yeah. visualized. That's really, really good. But it doesn't make any sense. No, because as far as we know, that happened to the original Michael Myers. Just nowhere, it just snapped. Yeah. Unless, that's the thing. Unless then, what we're saying is, Michael has gone, held him, connected with him, and seen all this horrible shit that's just happened to Jeremy and gone, right, a little bit of encouragement, I can make this guy evil. Why? But then that implies Michael is into coaching. <laughs> yeah. It's got an agenda. You know, it's really grassroots. He's all about the next generation. It, I mean, that's just not the Michael Myers that we've ever been no. shown in any of these three previous films. But then he leaves him be as well. Mo- as he has multiple occasions yeah. he could have killed Corey and he yeah. doesn't do it. But then that's weird because then as soon as he gets to Laurie, so he's yeah. still drawn to Laurie unless he's following Corey and Corey brings him to Laurie. Yeah. But as soon as like Michael comes in the house, he sees his taking his mask he's like nah Corey you're dead mate I want kills him instantly yeah yeah he's like I'm not having this yeah because he you know he goes over to him he's like you're just an old man I'm done he takes his old man's mask that's the thing I'm the next like, generation yeah you don't even know anymore that's my granddad's killing but then that's the thing that would then imply that Corey thinks that there's some kind of evil contained within the mask and the mask is actually a prominent thing yeah or he just wants to emulate. But they, yeah. It's not like Corey beforehand was like obsessed with Michael Myers. No. And there's not like this like hero worship. Yeah. Which actually would have been quite crap anyway. Yeah, you like, know. But you, I know what you mean. At least that would be like, there's a reason for him to want that mask. Thing is though, everything we know from watching these films and the ones in the other continuity, you do not take his mask. No, don't do that. Or you do not. He take later. It. It'll guarantee that he will hate it. it what I thought was good was we never got a clean shot of his face, which I thought was quite nice. And I think... I thought it was coming at one point. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. I know what that guy looks like. If you see her do that, I think it almost it removes something a little bit. Whereas I, I'm glad they didn't do that because no, some it, other bits that aren't quite obscure his face quite a lot. Yeah. Michael Myers was the personification of evil. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's confusing, isn't it? But... I think Michael Myers is pure evil. 
I mean, in this continuity, in this series of films, the last film, yeah. I think pretty unambiguously confirmed that he was. There's no way anyone is surviving that. Yeah. Let alone surviving four more years without medical attention. Yeah. He he's not gone to see a doctor after any of that. Nope. He is still alive. Yeah. He is not of this world. Yeah. That is I think that the 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 kind of metaphysics of this film confirm without a shadow of a doubt that there's something else going on. There's something yeah that needs yeah. medical science or a priest to understand. So he is pure evil. But then also, a lot of things he does in this film would imply that he just can't be arsed anymore. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Is it, he basically has gone into retirement. Essentially, yeah. Like semi-retirement. Yeah, and I think I just... The whole thing ends up being quite unfulfilling and disappointing where at the beginning of... Tw- at the end of 2018, I was in- really, really excited for where they were going to take these films. And I, I think I probably forgave Kills more for being quite odd, for going... Well, they need they need to do something in that second film that leads Ooh. to whatever they were going to do in the third, and it just feels like Halloween ends could go after nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, absolutely. And that, without twenty eighteen, very, very little. Yeah, I mean, if you take out Karen's death, yeah, I mean, I think there's very little that you need in it that would make it join up really. And I don't think that that's a compliment. <laughs> no, because it makes you feel like some of that was a waste of my time. Yeah. Because I always saw the, I know I talk about it a lot, cause I actually did like it as a moment. When he comes back from the dead in Kills, for me yeah. that played almost like a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the series has always been very coy. It's like, he could have survived, Loomis could have missed his shots. Yeah. He'd fell from, but it's not that high up. Yeah. Whereas that, I felt played like a twist or a reveal where like, Oh my God! What is three? What is gonna? What is Halloween ends he going to be? He genuinely can't yeah. be killed. Yeah, we know this for a fact now. Holy fucking shit! Here we go. And then it's like he's, he's like retired, and then he disappeared. Did that's he? it. I tell you what, if I knew I couldn't be killed, it would embolden me. Yeah, absolutely. I would feel emboldened. I'd be going in no holes. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, <laughs> come on, what you got? Yeah. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they've said already, oh, there's going to be more. Yeah, but not in this continuity. Not in this continuity. I mean, yeah. there's always going to be more. Yeah. Always going to be more. Just don't say you're doing three. Just yeah. do one. Just do one good. Ha- and then yeah. don't say there's going to be sequels or anything like that. Like Because I think that's the thing that's got our hopes up a little bit is, as you say, like we were like, shit, this is, there's an idea for these. Yeah, I just thought they had this, like, they're really building to me. I don't, do you know much more about Laurie? Absolutely. Or a connection not. to Michael after this, or really what Michael is, or anything like that. This is the world where, even though I don't need it, this yeah. film more clearly articulates what Michael Myers is. Yeah. And it gives you that sense of answers. I don't think that's elegant, but that's kind of what I thought they were going to do. And mm-hmm. weirdly, in like a Matrix Reloaded or End of Season Lost yeah. like, weird way where, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't, yeah, not good. But I thought that's what it was building to weirdly. And maybe... I don't say I don't. I'm not saying I want that, mm. but that's kind of what I expected. Is Corey pure evil? <laughs> <laughs> he does get strong, doesn't he? He does get strong, yeah. On the next and final episode of this podcast, we're going to look back over every film in this wild and weird series and put together our definitive ranking. The Definitive Companion is made by RKG. We make podcasts and videos about things we love, including manifestations of pure evil. If you'd like to find out more, visit patreon.com forward slash RKG.
body of Michael Myers was disposed of in a midnight procession, there would be no tombstone, no memorial. The mysteries were put to bed, and the story as we told it was to fade with time. 